from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lane, in the morning here at Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 80.5 FM and 94.5 FM. We are streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today, friends. Thursday, April 23rd, we've got a show in store for you today. Looking forward to it. Deacon Randy Keel coming up here very soon. First and or second reading for the Lexio Divina, sacred reading for this Sunday. We will look over. Chris Magruder, co-host of Catholic Women Now, going to preview her 9 o'clock show here in the second in the first half hour. And in the second half hour, Darcy Tolman is going to be on, founder of Project Emmaus. Uh, and, and I really enjoy this blog at projectemmaus.org. You can check it out before if you are in front of a computer, but uh, we're going to talk all about it today and the great things that uh, she continues to do with her writing. So Darcy Tolman coming up at 745 today. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports, whether straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa. We're going to talk about some more ways to celebrate the Easter season during lockdown today and some ways that uh, you and I can really enter into the mercy of God. As we continue that theme throughout this week, Sunday, of course, Divine Mercy Sunday, last Sunday, and we just kind of trickled it into each and every day of this week in the show, and we'll continue on with that pattern today. All right, let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Thursday to you. And uh, how are you holding up? It looks uh, you know, we've had good weather, so you've had a chance to be outdoors and kind of get a kind of get away from the house. Well, something happened last night that should never happen in an Italian's home. As uh, my wife finished the risotto. I look in the pantry, and we were out of Parmesan cheese, and that was just a sin. So I, I, I've never in my life had something like that happen. That was the probably the one of the worst moments of, of quarantine so far. So that's that's project one on my list today. Folks, uh, John no longer lives, and his family uh, has moved from the south side. There's one good reason for that. That's why they're in Urbandale next to a grocery store, because that would uh, never happen if you grew up in the south side like I did. Wow. I, that's the first time in, in a long time that I, I can remember that happening. So that's the excitement happening in the Leonetti household right now. I know. I know. All right. Well, I hope the uh, social distancing continued. The uh, caution tape around your kitchen didn't impede any of that, and that you were able to get to the store and get that all rectified. Well, I will today. Like I said, that's project one. Project two's mow that oh, lawn. <laughs> yeah, you better get that lawn mowed. I'd have a little fog to do it through this morning, but it's supposed to be, a, they have it a perfect 10 on the weather scale today here in central Iowa for weather. So we'll get through the fog this morning, but uh, yeah, yeah, you get that lawn mowed. It looks beautiful. I haven't been outside yet, but I will. All right. Hey, we have some sports later on today. The NFL draft for all those uh, people that have been waiting for something to happen. I'll be watching. 
Yeah, 7 o'clock tonight. I think all the channels have it, so that will probably be what everybody watches. Uh, I know no that about I know it. The uh, main sh- ABC is going to carry it, ESPN, NFL Network, Fox. So, yeah, there might be uh, – you may have to go to Netflix if you want to watch something different, folks. NFL Draft, 7 o'clock tonight. So I'll be on, no doubt. All right. Well, let's get right to it. We've got a great day to look forward to weather-wise. And from the WHO-TV, Channel 13 Weather Desk and Meteorologist Megan Selwa. Currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios, we have patchy fog in the area, uh, dense fog down in southwest and southern Iowa this morning. Otherwise, mostly clear skies, 52 degrees, a south wind at 7 miles per hour. And today, it'll be mostly sunny, a perfect 10 on the weather scale. Today's high in central Iowa, 72 degrees, northwest winds at just 5 miles per hour. Tonight, we will see increasing clouds with an overnight low of 50 degrees. And tomorrow, cooler. We could see isolated showers later in the day on your Friday, a high of 62 degrees. The weekend, not looking too bad. Highs in the lower 60s, but a chance of rain on Saturday. Sunday, it looks like partly cloudy and dry. Well, in the news, on this Thursday morning, the USDA crop report released earlier this week shows snow and rain have slowed the start of the Iowa's uh, planting season, but 2% of the projected corn crop has been planted. Now, Iowa State University Extension crop specialist Joel DeYoung says the soil temperature has not yet consistently been at or above the 50 degrees needed for planting. The average daily temperature should be around 50 degrees for that. Now, wet weather has kept uh, farmers from planting for much longer than they would have liked last year. The corn planting progress is currently at 2% in the state of Iowa. That is one week behind the five-year average. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print and sports-related, the NFL draft tonight. So NFL football fans uh, get there uh, next three days. They'll be watching the draft. 7 o'clock tonight will be televised on ABC and ESPN along with Fox and the NFL Network. So something to look forward to. And, again, all Iowa high school spring sports have been canceled, and a decision will be made about Iowa two summer high school sports. That's baseball and softball, and that decision will be made in the middle of May. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have patchy fog in the area, dense fog down in southern Iowa right now, but otherwise, mostly clear skies, 52 degrees, and today we will see mostly sunny skies, a perfect 10 on the weather scale, a high of 72 degrees with light winds out of the northwest at 5 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Thursday morning, John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olsen, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM. 94.5 FM and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Going to start things off accident-free, and again, tis the season to watch out for geese if you are making your drive anywhere today. Thanks to Builderkent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builderkent has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Deacon Randy Keel right now. Good morning, Deacon. Good morning, John. Glad to be here. Glad to have you on. First and or second reading this morning. We're going first into Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2 for this Sunday, friends. Here we go. 
We're going to be spending a few weeks in Acts chapter 2 between here and Pentecost. And as I studied this out in preparation for today, um, I want to tell you, John, I want to tell you what I took great comfort in. I've been having a, a little, in my prayer time, some personal revelation of um, inspiration in my prayers, and a very humbling thought came to me during the Easter season, and now we're here, is that, you know, probably if this is humbling. If I had been in charge of God's miracles, I would not have had the future Savior of the world be killed and died and buried and then resurrected. I would have just kept him alive. It's just mm. not humanly how we would have done it. And then as I prepared for today's reading, I'm realizing that that's how Peter felt, too. That's how the apostles felt, too. And they didn't expect this all to be going down with their Savior. So as we celebrate as we know Easter and the Passion of the Christ, we know the end story. They did not. They were in the darkness. And I think about my own prayer life of how often I pray for the miracles I want God to do in life, and I don't pray with gratitude and praiseworthiness for the worthiness of the praise of the miracles that God is doing in life today. So that's why I picked this reading, because it reflects on Peter saying, let's praise God for the miracle of what he is doing here on this earth for our Savior, Jesus Christ, who died, was buried, and resurrected. This is his first proclamation to the people of charisma, of the full, the full enchilada, the full story of Christ. Died, buried, resurrected, folks. This is his first announcement to the people he resurrected. And this is Peter in his first time, and I just stood up. Peter stood up, full of the Holy Spirit. This was a new sight for the people. Full of the Holy Spirit. He stood up and he proclaimed. That wasn't always Peter's posture. Peter wasn't always this great, strong man to get up and strong, strongly proclaim in front of a group. This was the infusion of the Holy Spirit inside of him. It moved the character of Christ inside of him to proclaim the gospel. Oh, Holy Spirit, what is it that you want to move inside of me to be a proclaimer of the gospel on this day? That can be a, that can be a prayer for all of us as we move throughout this day from Acts chapter 2, as we move toward Pentecost and the full coming of the Holy Spirit upon our lives. You know, um, when, as a deacon that you are, and uh, when a priest goes to prepare their homilies, and you know, I know uh, many close friends of mine that are priests that spend you know, hours each week trying to prepare a, a, a homily, and there's you know different stories and there's different resources to choose from, and and there's different um, you know times of the liturgical year that you're going to draw from and kind of enter into. It's going to shape a homily, you know, ten, twelve sure. minutes, whatever it might be each week. This was the homily, you know, that Christ died and he rose from the dead. This was the pattern. There wasn't going to the drawing board over and over again for Peter right now. Uh, and you look through Not Acts. This is the, what they went out to proclaim every day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week in every region of the world. This was the only homily that they had. This was. And he, he made it very clear a little bit later in the portion, folks, we will hear on Sunday he brings out, we all know and love. You Jews and you Israelites, we know and love our patriarch David. And David did great works of God, but David is still in the grave. I tell you now, we have witnessed him. 
this was humbling. We have witnessed him as we witnessed the resurrection of Jesus. He is not in the grave. This was their first proclamation of the resurrection. And so thinking about we put our faith in Jesus as he puts his faith in the Father. So it's not just in Jesus we pray for salvation, but through his faith in the Father. Now here's Peter standing up saying, and we as apostles, now leaders of you, as we lead this church of Jesus Christ, please put your faith in that we have seen him. We have seen him. So I just see all these building blocks of how humbling that is. Like, am I living a life that someone can say, oh, I can see that Randy Keel, Deacon Randy has put his faith in Jesus Christ. He is following Jesus Christ. I can follow, I can follow Randy. That's like Paul saying, be imitators of me as I am of Christ. What a beautiful model given to us for this Sunday. I think you're exactly right, Deacon. Would you give us your blessing? I pray for the blessing of Almighty God through the Holy Spirit of our resurrected Savior for his Easter people to come upon all of us in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Deacon Randy, have a great rest of the week, all right? You too, John. Thank you. All right, coming up right after this, friends, some ways to celebrate the Easter Vigil as we still continue to be on lockdown and some ways that we can enter into God's mercy in a uh, more beautiful way, I think, as well. Good reminder for this Thursday morning right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Eddie in the morning right here on this Thursday, April 23rd. You know, yesterday I got a uh, tweet. Someone tweeted at me that... Uh, our good friend Dean Bell had just done their roof, and uh, Mary is her name, and she said it did an incredible job. Not one nail left behind for her kids to be able to continue to play outside, and she got them because she underwrites this show. Thank you, Dean Bell. Bell Construction, thank you for underwriting this show, and all you continue to do for us here at Iowa Catholic Radio, keep up the incredible work. Dean Bell, Bell Construction. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmanInternational.org. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. 
Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake. Confluencebrewing.com. Hi, this is Deacon Tony Valdez, Program Director of Iowa Catholic Radio. We want to thank you for your support. And right now, we ask that you continue to support Iowa Catholic Radio. Due to the crisis of COVID-19, we are seeing extra expenses because of the outbreak. We want to assure you that we will continue our mission. We are in this together and are here for you. Would you consider a gift of $33 or any amount you can provide? Give now at iowacatholicradio.com slash donate. Thank you. John Lee made in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you for being a part of the show today, friends, here on this Thursday, April 23rd. Darcy Tolman coming up in the second half hour. Darcy is um, from Ames, Iowa, founder of Project Emmaus and the great work she continues to do, putting together stories for everyday encounters with Christ Jesus and his Catholic Church. So we'll have uh, Darcy to highlight some of the work that she continues to do coming up here very soon. All right, let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. Want me to do it again, John? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I thought we were just going into the second half hour. You, listen, this is what this quarantine <laughs> is doing to me. Hey, you know what? We might as well. Um, I, uh, I have my piece here from Chloe Langer, and many of you know that uh, I have probably I probably have a, a file filled with about three different bloggers, some of my favorites, and Chloe is one of them, uh, talking about some ways that she says to be able to celebrate the Easter season during lockdown. Now, I know this continues, and this continues not to be easy on a lot of people, and maybe some of our routines have gotten uh, you know, set in our ways, especially during this Easter season. Uh, but we can break it up a little bit. And I think she offered, this is a little bit of a week old, but she offers some ways to be able to help us uh, break that up a little bit, especially during uh, the, this week of mercy that we continue to have here uh, for this show. And one of those things that my family has really been trying to be intentional about doing is really getting together during the hour of mercy, the three o'clock hour, and allowing that hour, and it's not normally the full hour, but allowing that hour to be something special. Uh, and, and I think this is really something right now, if you're working from home, uh, that you might be able to do that you otherwise wouldn't be able to do when you're in the office. Uh, or maybe, uh, you, you know, you have, um, you're getting home from work a little bit earlier than normal. I know some people that maybe are working half days instead of full days. Really try to mark this hour, and she goes on to talk about this, but really try to mark this hour, set it apart than the rest of the hours this Easter season. This is the hour of the death of the Lord. And of course, we do that during Lent as well. But this is the hour, the reminder of the mercy of God that has on us and on the world. So really try to make this hour in your home something special. And, you know, one of the ways that we do it is simple. We just pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet. And through each decade of the Divine Mercy Chaplet, we have a different intention uh, for the family, oftentimes for the conversion of hearts of those who are furthest away from the Lord that we know in our family or friends. Uh, we pray in thanksgiving for God's mercy and all that he showers down upon us. But this hour has really tried to be, has been something that we're really trying to make holy. Now, I, a, a confession to make, it hasn't worked every single hour for us. But again, we're trying to be intentional about it. And we're, we're probably about 90, 95% of the time hitting that thing square on. So uh, three o'clock, try to allow that time to be a time of mercy for Almighty God. Second, you know, we've decided to bring out some candles. I don't know about you, but uh, she talks about this as well. You can decorate your home. 
you know, I look right now, what else are you going to do? Maybe try to make your home just a little bit nicer. Some fresh flowers. You go up to the grocery store, fresh flowers are, are very inexpensive right now. And my wife loves them. And so I'll go up and I'll get a beautiful little bouquet of flowers. Get them for five, six bucks. I mean, really, they're nothing right now, but put some fresh flowers around the house. Remind yourself right now that this is the Easter season. You know, this is this is Easter. Alleluia is our song. And really bleeding into that, say the word Alleluia a lot. Last night we prayed night prayer as a family. And um, one of the antiphons there that you pray is Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. And my family was kind of going nuts for it, especially my daughter, Gianna, you know, just saying it over and over and over again. The antiphon, Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. And I, I'll tell you, I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but it really did bring some joy to my heart. I mean, just watching her say that and get excited about it. And of course, they buried their hallelujahs at, uh, at School of Mary. But that, that's a, that can be a big one for you as well. So again, try to, uh, try to you know, say that word or, or, or really kind of uh, layer your prayer with that word as well. Alleluia, the Lord Jesus has risen. Uh, finally, I, I'm not going to be able to get to all of these, but finally, um, PrayMoreNovenas.org. Pray More Novenas. Just Google Pray More Novenas and it will come up. It's one of my go-to sites. I've mentioned it on this show before and I've even had an interview uh, with the founders of it. Uh, it is something that has been a game changer for me because, I, I look, when I, when I start a novena, I'm, I'm probably 50-50 going to finish it. I really am. Um, this one, it doesn't allow that. Why? Because I'm 100 for 100 and checking my email every day. Uh, this one, uh, Pray More Novenas, they will send you a reminder, send you the different day of the novena every day. So you really kind of plug into this beautiful uh, pattern, if you will. And they start them every single day. They start uh, not a new one, but they'll start like a St. Joseph novena. And for the next uh, nine days, they're going to pray that. And then if you don't want to pray that, they'll start a novena to the Sacred Heart or to the Immaculate Heart or to St. Therese of Lisieux. There are tons and tons of novenas out there. Uh, there's some good ones right now, especially during the Easter season to be able to pray. Just Google Pray More Novenas. It's really a cool resource. They offer a couple retreats every year as well. Spiritual retreats. I've been able to speak for uh, them on uh, two of them so far. And they're really neat. So they offer some different digital uh, free uh, content for their, their listeners as well if you go in and put your email in there. So uh, there's some things to be able to do. I, look, I know one of these is, is create holy leisure. And some sometimes, you know, leisure can be a word where you think, well, that's I feel like all I'm doing right now during this time of quarantine. There's a difference between leisure and I think holy leisure. You know, holy leisure is really setting apart that time for silence in our lives. And look, I, 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 I get it. You know, I, I know kind of, and I'm experiencing kind of some of the same lows and difficulties and struggles that everyone is here in quarantine, but, but to really get intentional now about creating some of that holy leisure in our lives, because it can still be noisy. You know, even though we're kind of pulled back a little bit from the world, you know, in the, in the chaos and ensues out there, you might be spending more time than you ever have in front of a screen. You might be scrolling through Facebook or Twitter or Instagram more now than you ever have. You know, you might be trying to kind of uh, block out, you know, chunks of the day and, and you're watching it on YouTube. You're watching Netflix more than maybe what you ever have. But really try to create some of those sacred moments of holy leisure in your life. Again, one of those ways, I think, is carving out the three o'clock hour. You know, making that an hour of holy leisure. Where I'm just going to kind of rest with the Lord. And here's one, too, that you can take to the bank for holy leisure. Take a nap. 
And yes, I do mean that. Pray to Our Lady of the Pillow. That's a joke, but it's true in some ways. Take a nap. Rest a little bit. Rest in the Lord. It doesn't have to be for three hours. It's probably not a good idea. 20 minutes, maybe even an hour in your afternoon. Take a nap. Now, it's hard for me to take a nap whenever the sun's out, so I'm not, I'm not able to do that. But there's been a couple times when it's raining that I'll lay down for 30 minutes and just take a nice little nap on the couch. You know, it's something like that to really try to incorporate into your day. Again, resting with the Lord uh, is, is something that I think really we can get intentional about, especially during this quarantine. So you can check it out, epicpew.com. There's some more that she has up there uh, as, that Chloe has to be able to help make this Easter celebration, this Easter season. Uh, a little bit more beautiful and alive in our lives. All right. I think we're getting Chris Magruder on right now as we get her on, friends. Uh, in the second half hour, Darcy Tolman, she lives near Ames. We're going to talk about um, Project Emmaus blog that she has, which she's just a great writer. Stories of everyday encounters with Jesus Christ uh, and his Catholic Church. So we'll have Darcy coming up here very soon. Do we have her? Chris Magruder. There she is. Good morning, John. How are you? Doing just fine. You holding up? I, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, there are some beautiful, beautiful things that are coming out of this um, ugly COVID crisis. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I, I think I love, you speak for a lot of people when you say that. Yeah. You know what? I'm telling you, I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, yes, yes. You know, seriously. Our our Veil Removed team has discerned that we are supposed to surrender and rest outside of doing just some, you know, maintenance stuff that we need to do. We are just taking time to be more intentional about our prayer life, like you said, and resting, actually. Rest. I thought it was so funny when you said that Our Lady of the Pillow. I'm like, what? I've never heard of her. I was cracking up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that that is something I think the Lord is just calling us the whole world take a break. I mean, when you take a break, look, look what happens to the rivers. You know, it, it was beautiful. So, um, yep. yeah. And you said it, it can be a difficult thing to do, but right now in some ways we're kind of forced into it and, and it might be a little bit easier to force ourselves into it than another time. So again, kind of take the blessings as they come right now, even throughout the turmoil and the struggle. Uh, you right. are still continuing on with your show. What do we got coming up? Yeah, we have Father Don Calloway, we're so excited. Now, you know, he's going to be one of the speakers at the Christ Our Life Conference in the fall. But um, he's the author of The Consecration to St. Joseph, which the timing of his book is amazing because it seems that whenever there's, like, worldwide huge crises like this in history, St. Joseph becomes really big. And, you know, so, of course, he's got this book out, so we're going to talk to him about that. And he's kind of got some lofty goals for what he hopes even the Pope will do to re- in response to the book. But it's, it's going to be interesting. His, his life experience, just becoming a strong Catholic, let alone a priest, is amazing, too. And we're gonna, he's going to share with us a little bit about his, his conversion, too. So it'll be interesting. That guy has more to talk about, I think, than any other guest that you could have on a show. I mean, his, his conversion story, as you just said, is like three shows worthy. And then you yeah. go into the rosary, uh, you know, the book that he wrote on the rosary, which is another probably 15 or 20. I mean, he's got like a year's worth of material now moving into St. Joseph. So he, he is going to be <laughs> a lot of fun, especially at the Christ Our Life Catholic Regional Conference. I think a lot of people are going to come just for him. Yeah, I, I agree. And you know what? He, he didn't just write one book on the rosary. He wrote five. I didn't know that. He's written five <laughs> books on the rosary. He does. He has a lot to say. <laughs> 
He's a good man, too, a generous man. Uh, That's coming up this morning at 9 o'clock, 9 o'clock in the evening. Catholic Women Now, Chris Magruder and Julie Nelson. Talk to you soon, Chris. God bless you. All right, you as well. Coming up, Darcy Tallman, second half hour, Project Emmaus. Her, uh, some stories that she's putting together on the everyday encounters with Jesus. Just something I think all of us can relate to. Everyday encounters with Jesus to be on the lookout for those, especially in our lives too. I'll share a short story with you in the second half hour of a little bit of a revelation during my prayer time yesterday as well. Don't go anywhere. John Lee in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. You know, one of the things that I love about our listeners here at Iowa Catholic Radio is they're passionate about Iowa Catholic Radio. And the Pew family, they are passionate about Iowa Catholic Radio. Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design, listeners for a long time, serving families all across central Iowa for a long time as well with outdoor landscaping and design. 493-1060-5sonsnaturescapes.com. That's fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. The one who comes from above is above all. The one who is of the earth is earthly and speaks of earthly things. But the one who comes from heaven is above all. He testifies to what he has seen and heard, but no one accepts his testimony. Whoever does accept his testimony certifies that God is trustworthy. For the one whom God sent speaks the words of God. He does not ration his gift of the Spirit. The Father loves the Son and has given everything over to him. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life, but whoever disobeys the Son will not see life, but the wrath of God remains upon him. The Gospel of the Lord Here Jesus basically tells us that his mission is to reveal the Father to the rest of humanity, which is something only he can do because he's also divine. He accomplishes the mission by using what the Father has given him. He doesn't need to create anything new. As Jesus sees the mission as a charge from the Father and not something of his own, so are we meant to see our vocation as originating and ending in God. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePhD.com. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. This is going to be a glorious unfolding. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee, in the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of 
the show today. Coming up here in the second half hour, Darcy Tolman's going to be on. We're going to talk about uh, her project called Project Emmaus that she's working on, compiling stories of everyday encounters with Jesus. I just really think this is a neat blog, and she's a really, really good writer. So we'll have her to come on and highlight that and give you an opportunity to be able to hear and go to her blog to be able to see some of these everyday encounters to hopefully inspire your prayer life as well. I'll share one that I had just yesterday with our Lord, just a, a beautiful encounter, nothing crazy or anything, but just something that was really sweet in my own uh, in, in my own relationship, in my own prayer time. So I'll have that for you coming up here soon. All right, Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God now. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Something in the sports world indeed tonight. <laughs> yes, we can celebrate. We have uh, items going on. We have something to uh, to watch, and I think everybody would be doing that. They're just, uh, you know, reaching out and watch, wanting something live that uh, is not replayed, and <laughs> we've been watching for many weeks. It's going to look a little different, though. I, I'm looking forward to see how they kind of structure this NFL draft. Of course, they're not going to have the crowds or anything like that, so uh, it'll be it'll be interesting. That's it's going to be virtual. I know they uh, inter- interviewed one of the uh, Iowa draftees, the offensive lineman out of uh, uh, Solon, uh, Tristan Worse. He's expected to be the first lineman taken. He said, "Yeah, they sub- they gave him each two phones, two cameras, so there'll be social distancing with the draft tonight." And uh, uh, I think. A lot of people be in tune, so will I. I know I'll be watching the first hour or so. Yeah, I, well, I definitely will as well. They give you anything to anything for sports world, like I said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I did saw a little, uh, see a little piece. Excuse me, uh, in the uh, newspaper today. Uh, Iowa State's going to get one draft, uh, uh, one person drafted. John, you know that, don't you? I take it. Their snapper, their long snapper, only guy <laughs> expected to be uh, drafted. And that might be uh, on Sunday, the last day of the draft. I'll take it, man. Listen, like I always said, if I was going to be in the NFL, have if I wanted my kid in the NFL, I would want him to be a long snapper, man. A million dollars a year to snap the ball. You don't have to get hit or anything like that. All you do in practice is snap the ball. Listen, that that's the dream NFL position right there. Good for him. There you go. Well, I just wanted to give you be forewarned, you know, Iowa State fans out there watching. No, nobody the first day, nobody the second day. Watch on Sunday. You'll get we'll take it. <laughs> I'm cheering right. for him. <laughs> I am too. Uh, rightly so. Anybody from uh, one of the Iowa universities love it. All right. Well, let's get right to it from the WHO TV Channel 13 Weather Desk. Meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently at the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines. We have mostly clear skies. There is some patchy fog in the area, and there's dense fog down in southern Iowa around Creston and uh, down towards the Missouri border. So be mindful of that if you're traveling south. Uh, 52 degrees right now with the south wind at 7 miles per hour. And today we will see mostly sunny skies here in central Iowa. Uh, perfect weather on the weather scale a perfect 10 they're saying for the forecast a high of 72 degrees today with light winds out of the northwest at five miles per hour tonight increasing clouds and isolated shower is possible overnight low of 50 degrees and then tomorrow cooler with isolated storms late in the day for your friday a high of 62 degrees weekend not looking too bad highs in the lower 60s a chance of rain on saturday and sunday looking partly cloudy and dry well in the news on this thursday morning 
The USDA crop report released earlier this week shows snow and rain have slowed the start of the Iowa's planting season, but 2% of the projected corn crop has been planted. Now, Iowa State University Extension crop specialist Joel DeYoung says the soil temperature has not yet consistently been at or above the 50 degrees needed for planting. The average daily temperature should be right around 50 degrees. Now, wet weather kept farmers from planting for much longer than they would have liked last year. Uh, the corn planting progress is currently at 2% right now in the state of Iowa. That is one week behind the five-year average. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And as we mentioned, uh, the NFL draft is tonight. It begins at 7 o'clock. It'll be televised live on numerous networks, including uh, ABC5 here in Central Iowa, ESPN, the NFL Network, and Fox. And once again, all Iowa high school spring sports have been canceled. Uh, decision will be made later on in May about the high school summer sports that includes baseball and softball here in the state of Iowa. Once again for the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines we have uh, mostly clear skies, patchy fog in the area and dense fog down in southern Iowa. 52 degrees right now with the south wind at 7 miles per hour and today it'll be mostly sunny with a high of 72 degrees light winds out of the northwest at just 5 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News Weather and Sports on your Thursday morning John Leonetti show coming up Jimmy Olson and he has as your morning traffic report, I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Again, still accident-free. Lots of construction to keep an eye out for if you are out and about today. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Friends, the Vatican has released a free new online prayer book to help Catholics seeking divine assistance amid the coronavirus. This just breaking a Catholic news agency. It's a 192-page book. It's available for free to download on the website of the Vatican's publishing house there. You can go to uh, catholicnewsagency.com, click on the story. It's available in English, Italian, Spanish, and French. Portuguese version is going to be coming out soon. Just click on the English tab there. The book, it's called Strong in the Face of Tribulation. The Church in Communion, a sure support in time of trial. It's got the image of St. Michael the Archangel right there on the cover. consists of three parts. The first part, rituals and supplications, including, including different prayers for the sick and liberation from evil. The second part explains how Catholics can continue to practice the faith without the support of the sacraments. And the third part has gathered together some different reflections from Pope Francis during this pandemic and as it has struck. So again, catholicnewsagency.com, if you're looking for for a new prayer book, you can download that for free. Seems pretty cool. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Okay, so he didn't really slay a dragon. Uh, yeah, but St. George, nonetheless, is remembered today. He was a Christian martyr in Palestine, likely before the time of Constantine. That's actually all we know about St. George, that he paid the ultimate price for his faith in Christ Jesus. And quite frankly, that's enough. 
But as we probably know, multiple fables about St. George have arisen, the most popular being a 12th century Italian creation that St. George killed a dragon that demanded human sacrifice, thus saving a princess who was chosen as the dragon's next victim and converting the province of Libya in the process. The church does not hold this tale to be strictly true, but the fabled bravery of St. George is outdone by the bravery of the saint's true martyrdom. For this reason, he is a fitting patron of the Boy Scouts and claimed by several European countries. We ask today, St. George, to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our Saint of the Day, a deacon right here in Des Moines, experienced in wills and estate planning, makes it easy on you because he does the work for you. For over 30 years, 224-1776, that's 515-224-1776. Coming up, Darcy Tolman right after this, founder of Project Emmaus, Everyday Encounters with Jesus as she compiles different stories. Looking forward to talking to her, and she lives locally, just around just around Ames, Iowa. So looking forward to highlighting all of Darcy Tolman's work that she's doing right now. Don't go anywhere. Thursday, April 23rd, John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show. You know, tonight's a night for them as well, a big night for their virtual gala. And they're, they're going to be getting, I think, thousands of people together for this to be able to help and support all the work that Blessman International continues to do. It's a Christian faith-based mission organization working to meet the needs of impoverished children and the families in the South African province of Limpopo. Now more than ever, times are pretty tough. And families there, many of them are on their last leg when it comes to food. BlessmanInternational.org is doing everything they can to help. Thank you for teaming us, teaming up with us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. BlessmanInternational.org. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Thursday, April 23rd. I'm Kelly Mesher Collins. Bishop Johnson has launched the COVID-19 Relief Fund as a Catholic response to the crisis in the Diocese of Des Moines. This fund will address the most pressing needs in our faith community caused by the novel coronavirus. Contributions may be designated to directly support individuals and families in need through Catholic charities or an area of immediate need in our faith communities. This may include our Catholic parishes and schools and their efforts to remain operational for individuals and families in this crisis. Learn more at dmdiocese.org giving. Be sure to check out the Diocese of Des Moines Facebook page to watch Bishop Johnson's private Wednesday Mass. On Fridays, you can tune in to watch Father John Bertogli, rector of the cathedral, celebrating his private Mass with Bishop Johnson. And on Sundays, Bishop Johnson will be sharing video reflections of the day's gospel. Tune in to Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Bishop will be visiting with award-winning author Father Philip Bachansky, who releases his newest book tomorrow. We'll visit with Father Bachansky about his newest book, as well as his work with Courage International. That's tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app and iowacatholicradio.com. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. 
That's 515-224-1776. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. Golden Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee, 90 in the morning, right here in Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. And thank you to Golden Rule and all of those that underwrite the show, especially during this time of struggle. Full range of residential plumbing services in Des Moines, Iowa. 100% satisfaction guarantee. Serving Des Moines and the surrounding areas for more than two decades now. Expect high-quality workmanship and professionals. GoldenRulePHC.com. Again, thank you for underwriting the show. That is GoldenRulePHC.com. I was having a little prayer time yesterday by myself, and um, you know, of course, we have our, our family prayer time, marriage prayer time, but I also have to have that time with myself and the Lord. And um, I, I, I had just kind of a little bit of a revelation, and, and it was totally the Holy Spirit. It wasn't me, and it was once again to simplify my prayer. You know, I, over and over again, I, I try to overcomplicate this. And, and here I am going out and giving parish missions on prayer and speaking on it and, and writing on it. And again, I, I need the reminder, I think, more than anyone. It can be so easy to overcomplicate this, to simplify. I talked about it earlier in the show, simply resting in the Holy Spirit, resting with God, simply taking time of, of silence, entering into that. Uh, and that was really a prayer that I decided kind of pivoted to was the silent prayer of St. Joseph. Joseph has become a, a patron of mine ever since my son uh, was born. Uh, and, and, you know, just resting into his silence you know, and I say his silence because he, he doesn't have any recorded words in sacred scripture. He doesn't have anything there uh, except for what he does and the work that he does. But it's, it's a silent work. It's a humble work. It's a work that, that doesn't look for notoriety, but rather looks to serve at the service of, of Almighty God and, and, and Our Lady. So really, uh, that was something that was personal to me to enter into that silence to stop making things so complicated in my spiritual life and, and it's not the only time i'm going to kind of give myself a lecture on it i think the holy spirit's going to break in be able to hit me over the head with that spiritual two by four on it but it was needed yesterday one of the things that i like about that uh it really simplicity is uh is something that i we have our, our next guest on here to, to talk about and it's a, a simple rather simple blog about stories of everyday encounters with jesus uh her name's darcy tolman she's just outside of ames iowa so i love highlighting locals and the great work they do at the service of the church hi darcy hi john thanks for coming on this morning uh yeah, how did i, so I know the story because i was able to read it but tell the listeners how did project emmaus and these stories of everyday encounter with jesus that you're highlighting how did that come about? Um, well, I had just been um, praying for a long time for discernment, um, asking God, how do I use my gifts um, to glorify Him? And it was a prayer that I've been praying for a long time. And uh, one day I uh, 
had a gospel reading, and I was reading about it, and again, had that prayer, and all of a sudden, um, I just started getting ideas, and I was writing and writing, and about an hour and a half later, um, uh, those ideas kind of turned into Project Emmaus, and using my gifts of writing and photography to bring these stories of life, of, of what people have with their encounters with Christ. I was going to say, you must have a photography background, or at least hire someone to do it, because these are pretty good. Well, well, the the photography thing is is, a, is newly learned, and so uh, I still have a, it's still a work in progress, but it's something I've really been enjoying. What is it exactly that you're trying to highlight? Uh, I, I'm just really just trying to highlight um, those stories of of how people have felt God's presence in their lives, and I'm wanting it to just I. I Pray that it brings hope and encourages us in our faith journey. Yeah, uh, you, these are short stories, two, three minutes long, so they're not you know forever. Uh, you know, very short kind of reads. Um, I, I assume there's an email list that you send these to. Um, yeah, there is a blog where people can subscribe. It's projectemmaus.org, and there's also a Project Emmaus Facebook and Instagram page as well. Your favorite story so far. Uh, my favorite story, it's probably the one I posted today. Um, it's about an extremely faithful couple. They experienced deep sorrow and, and grief. They lost three babies. Um, and their story moves from their loss into their journey of adoption. And, you know, God's hand is just so evident in their story. It's, it's, it's mind-blowing. I think that's been the biggest blessing of seeing, talking with so many people and seeing God's abundant love. It's really been amazing. And, and so how do you approach that? I mean, do you go, uh, you call them up, you hear about this and say, hey, I want to do a little story on it or a little blog piece for others to read? Yeah. Um, basically, I've started uh, with a family and friends that I, that I know and um, um, kind of approach them. And um, of course, on, on the website, if, if people have stories, they're always welcome to reach out and, and share them with me. Um, kind of a neat story. I, I had a friend we had lost contact. We hadn't talked for 12 years, and um, she connected with me in Facebook in December. February is when I launched the blog, and she started seeing the posts, and then she reached out to me and said how much she enjoyed the blog, and she was inspired to share her story with me, and it was this beautiful conversion story she had a couple years ago, and uh, yeah, it was just really cool to see how that had come all together. I hadn't spoken to her for 12 years. Yeah, this isn't like, you're not like a reporter or anything like that, but you just want to get people's stories, simple stories, uh, out. And as you said, some of them are, are groundbreaking, but some of them are just, seem to me, from what I've read, are, are pretty simple, just everyday encounters with Jesus. Yes, and I think it's those powerful, those simple stories are the powerful ones. I think that's what we can relate to, and they just show how God is in the details. Yeah, I think you're right. So what's your hope for this blog? What do we continue to do? Just keep keeping on going down this road? It is. You know, John, you said it best. You said in your weekly email yesterday, we cannot anchor ourselves in the instability of the world. Rather, we must anchor ourselves in the stability of Christ. And today, when there's just so much fear and uncertainty, I, I pray that this encourages others. I pray it gives us hope, and it, it increases our desire to spend time with God. I think it's that time with God, um, that's what, it's how, how we grow in our faith and anchors ourselves in Christ. You have a, a tab on the blog that says what's next, and I, I really was looking through all of these. These look really cool. I mean, you've, you've got kind of uh, 
a pattern, if you will, or, or a funnel here to be able to help people see what, what they need to do and what needs to come next. Developing a, a habit of prayer, reviewing your day. I mean, kind of an examine, um, reading and reflecting on God's word. Uh, you know, one of the things I really enjoyed about looking over your, your entire blog is that you really try to make things simple. You don't use, you know, the big words that might intimidate people. Uh, you're not putting Lexio Divina up there, but you're just saying reading and reflecting on God's word. I love it. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I had a wise friend that told me, um, keep it simple. And, uh, yeah, that's what I was striving for. So thank you. Now you can compile these into a book. Um, we'll see. We'll see where the Lord takes us. Yeah, maybe you never know. All right. Give the website. Uh, org. ProjectEmmaus.org, friends, stories of everyday encounters with Jesus. If you have a story or something that you'd like to um, uh, to highlight, uh, reach out to Darcy. And uh, as she said, this might be something that she could uh, to help you with. Put it up. Again, these reads are two, three, four, five minutes long, uh, but simple everyday encounters that you can read and maybe even be inspired with in your own faith. I know we need those, especially during this time. Darcy Tolman, thanks for coming on, Darcy. Keep up the great work. Thank you, John. I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. One of my things, friends, that I've been really trying to do lately is, um, and I, I, I told Kara about this, is we're really trying to get uh, more local people on uh, and really highlight some of the great work. Now, of course, you know, the national authors and the speakers and, and the projects that are happening, I love having those and highlighting those. But I also love highlighting the, the different great work that's happening here in the Diocese of Des Moines. You know, this is a hotbed. I was on the phone with a buddy yesterday um, that I got to know from a men's conference, and, and he's living now in Texas. And um, we were just talking about his own life and, and kind of catching up a little bit as I was I was on a walk by myself. And and I'll tell you what I, I told him. I said, um, I said, yeah, I we, we have a, a large conference in uh, in Des Moines. You know, thousands of people gather. And he's like, what? Thousands of Catholics are gathering together for a conference in Des Moines, Iowa. You know, and I, I just had to laugh a little bit. Because it, this is this is really a hotbed. We have so much going on here in the Diocese of Des Moines. I mean, Iowa Catholic Radio has just exploded, exploded over the last uh, number of you know, you know few years uh, with with different radio stations. But you know, bringing on more talent, doing in house uh, radio shows, you know, more than than any other radio station in the country. I'll put that I'll put us up against anyone with the kind of shows that, that we continue to, to pump out. So, so many good things that are happening. So that's one of the things I'm going to continue to do on this show. Just letting you know that right now is a continue to highlight some of the work that, that many of these ministries and men and women are doing as well. Uh, friends, I also told Dr. Jim Blessman that I would give a couple plugs for his, uh, his virtual gala that's going to be taking place tonight. Make sure to check that out. Blessman International has been a great partner for us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. We're working right now of getting another uh, service trip together, uh, going you know uh, with uh, them and, and a number of one of their teams to be able to go uh, help the people there in the province of Limpopo, South Africa. Um, of course, this is a difficult time for them right now because they've had to completely pull out of all of that. Uh, they haven't been able to do what it is that, that they do, and that is namely feeding many of those hungry families. But your support tonight for them is going to be able to help them continue to launch and get creative in some of the ways that they can continue to be able to help them. So blessmaninternational.org, friends. So have that live streamed up there, but you can also go to their Facebook page, Blessman International. Dot org. All right, friends, Deacon Tony Valdez, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe. 
defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Remember that holy leisure today, friends. I am John Leonetti. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Here in this worn and weary land, where many a dream has died. Like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. So living water flowing through, God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire Just to know you and to make you know me Lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.